Can you hear us now? I can hear us. Okay. I haven't, heard, I haven't started the intro yet. Oh, that's why I can't hear it. Ladies and gentlemen. Can you hear it now? I can hear it. All right. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering. The Megacast. Mixie, we're back. We are back. So is the sun. The sun is out. Hit a high of 70 today. Mark my words. We're done with the rain. Man, I... Okay. Selfish reasons. I hope we're not done with the rain. Can the rain continue next week, please? Why is that? Well, because um, I'm, I'm leaving for a vacation. I don't want to ask the person who's watching our house to have to water our lawn the entire time. Oh. So it's selfish. I don't want my grass to Sorry, die. Steve. That's not going to happen. I got to ask my house sitter. Uh, Sid's family member's not going to be happy about that. Oh, well. What? The, I mean, that's a pretty easy chore. Well, you got to go get the sprinkler out. You got to drag the hose out. I mean, I'm trying to keep it simple for them. Yeah, but I mean, what do they got to do? Feed the dog? Yeah. Hey, feed the dog. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to. I can't. I can't even think right now. That's okay. You don't have to water it every day, right? Well, I kind of need to right now. It's like when it gets super hot, man. I feel like I got to water it all all day long. Well, I don't think it's going to get super hot. I'm just okay. saying. I think. I think we're finally turning the corner. All we're right. like, I don't. I don't have any rain in my ten day forecast. How about a little a little mist at night to kind of moisturize the the grass? I mean, I could I could change my forecast. I'm growing sunflowers too, Ted. Sunflowers. Well, Tatum got some flunt sunflower seeds and wanted to see if we could actually plant them. All right. So we planted them, and they're starting to come up. No kidding. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I imagine they're going to grow into a sunflower. I mean, I think this is the beginning of your sunflower seeds business. <laughs> I'm going to come in. Ted, I got the, I got some fresh sunflower seeds. Migsy seeds. Uh, Migsy seeds. No. I don't know. I'm looking at that forecast, bud. Not looking not look, good. No, I mean, it's looking good for everybody else except the guy that doesn't want it to rain. Well, yeah, because I'm not here. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to New Jersey. I thought that's what What's it was. What's the weather like in New Jersey? Hey. Oh, hey. Hey, yo. I thought you just didn't want it to rain because you're like, I want people to be miserable. Yeah. In, I'm on the vacation. No, I just want a little drizzle here and there. That way I don't have to worry about the, having them uh, watering the lawn. All right, that's fair. I need to get like a sprinkler system put in. But my wife last me, like, for that little patch of grass, I'm like, Yeah. She's like, it's not that hard to come outside with the sprinkler. I'm like, yeah, but it's even easier to turn on a timer and not even have to worry about it. Let me ask you this, Steve. Okay, Ted. What the hell happened last week at your house? I was, oh, my gosh. Do you want to hear the story of all stories? Please, Do God. Do we have time? Okay. I mean, I got stuff. I got, you know, oh. Ted Talk and Sports Fit. Like, it has been the talk of work. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> put it to you this. Let me just tell you my version. I would of- like, yes, yes. I know nothing. Okay. What was it? Friday afternoon. Uh, certain people I work with, uh, <laughs> how should I phrase this? Who say they hate gossip, always like to come in and kind of go, did you hear? <laughs> Isn't that always the case? <laughs> it is. It's always the people like, I hate complaining. And then they're the person that's complaining. Right. So I got one of those. Did you hear? Meg's got his car stolen. I was like, what? <laughs> no. What's the story? I don't know. That's all I've heard. Like, that's I, all you heard. I, okay. Is yeah. this real? And then, real? right. And then on Monday, I Jason, and word on the street is you may have left your garage open yes. with the keys. Ted? <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. No. Because it's a serious thing. All we've been doing is laughing, my wife and I. We literally handed over... And on a silver platter, 
everything that these criminals wanted. Why did you even have a rental car? Okay, so let's. <laughs> I recently got some stuff done to my car, but they forgot to like set something up. Uh, so it's their fault. All of this. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Would you finally put, finally put hydraulics in it? Yeah, yeah. You know me. I got the neon lights underneath <laughs> the bottom. This Jeep Renegade, it bounces now, Ted. Hey, it was just like I got the thermostat and the radiator done, but then the gauge on the dash wasn't hooked up. So I had a. They, they, it was just a little uh, absent-minded moment. You know what I mean? One of those things. I'm like, can I bring it in? They're like, yeah, we might not be able to get to it until Tuesday. So how about we just give you a loaner? And I was like, all right, cool, awesome. I love, I love them. It's Piot Mazda. Shout out to them. The CX-5 and the CX-9 are sweet rides. I got to admit to that. They're, those are pretty sick. And the people that work there are awesome. Did you buy your Jeep from a Mazda dealership? <laughs> yeah, I bought a used Jeep at a Mazda dealership. Okay, just, so, just trying to connect the dots. I, I bring it still there to get the oil changed. I like the mechanics there. Yeah. I like the people who work there. They're, they're all awesome. So yeah, shout out to Kenji and the crew. All good people. Drop that drop that car off. And I was like, well, if, I'm gonna, if it's gone until Tuesday, I might also need... I'm definitely going to need my gym bag. So I grabbed my gym bag out of my car. And I was like, I should probably grab my wrestling training gear, like the, the which is just like elbow pads. Always bring your gear. Shooters. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, the, the wrestling shooter shoes and all that. So I was like, threw that in the car, grabbed my garage door opener, parking pass to get here into the building, my glasses, all that stuff. Right. All right. My favorite hat. I need that I'm good until Tuesday. Leave. Car seat. Got the car seat. Very important. <laughs> then, then, yes, thank you. And that actually plays into everything later. <laughs> Mixie's like, got all my stuff. You know what I forgot? That damn car seat. I did the last time. I was like, I got to go back. And Sid's like, why? I'm like, I didn't take the car seat. She's like, yeah, we need that. I'm like, you never yeah. really think about it, though, till you got to put a kid in a car and it's like, son of a. Thankfully, we have one in Sid's car and one in my car. All right. So all right. That, that makes like, sense. But still, it's like, ah, uh, let me go get it because we drive a lot more in my car. Anyways. Drop the car off. Now I go back home, pick up Tatum and Sid. We go to do a Costco run. Tatum, nice. And Tatum loves rental cars, too. Like she's a daddy got it's a new car. car. Yeah. It's like hotels and rental cars. She's yeah. fired up about those. Still talks about the one from uh, Florida from last time we went to Disney World. It's so funny. So pick up a bunch of stuff at Costco, come back, nice. and then Tatum's Costco. like, can I, can I drive the car? You know, and we're teaching how to drive. No, I'm kidding. But but I saw like the video. Yes. At first, I thought I can't believe he bought a Mazda. I thought I was going to put his ass in a Kia. Oh, I'm I'm going to see the Kia people tomorrow. Oh, excellent. Speaking of which, yeah. But, uh, uh, so put Tatum in the front seat, and she's honking the horn, having the best time. This is an important part of the story because I'm unloading all the stuff from the Costco run. Then I get her. Completely forget to grab the keys. I'm usually very good about like grabbing the keys out of the car and hanging them on the key rack. Completely spaced on it because I had a million things going on and I was super tired. All right. So now I'm hanging out in the house playing. Sid's like, I want to go take Lulu for a walk. Tatum didn't want to go for a walk. I'm like, go, go. All right. So she leaves, goes through the garage because that's how we get in and out of our house. We never use the front door. Right. Comes back. I think everything's fine. Problem is at our house is that we, and I've been guilty of this, so I was not mad at her, but it was, it was an absent-minded moment for, this is absent-minded moment number one, I guess, or number two, because I forgot the keys. You the left the keys right. in the car. So Sid hit the wrong garage door opener, because we have two garage doors in our, it's a two-car garage, but they're two separate door openers. Okay. All right. I get that. Because it's like garage, little divider, other garage door, but like inside it's all one giant space. But Correct. It's just, so she hit the It's a wrong little easier one. to park, I would think, two cars if you yeah, want with yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. It's great. So she hit the wrong one. So and instead of closing the garage door, she opened the other one while the other one was still open. All right. So now both bays are open. Both garage doors are wide open, right? So they're just there. Now we're just hanging out, 
no time to go to bed. Lock the garage door. I always do that at the end of the night. I usually open the garage door, and this is the craziest thing. Just I, to check. Just to check, because I've been guilty of it. Didn't think of doing whatever. I don't know why. I don't do it 100% of the time, though now I do. You are. I was going to say, you'll never <laughs> yeah. not check now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that part I know. So well, let, me, let me peek again. Right. Oh, man. I'm like, like that. Even like if I drive off, if I think I didn't hit my garage door, I'll drive back to the house to make sure. Yeah, like, I'm usually like a, a freak with that kind of stuff. Like my wife makes fun of me. She's like, you can't get the Brooklyn out of you. You're always making sure everything is locked. I'm like, yes, that's how I grew up. Like I'm not leaving things open for criminals until Friday morning. So garage doors are open. We go to bed. No idea. I guess Tatum wakes up crying. I believe we're starting to think that maybe she heard because her bedroom is directly above the garage doors. So like it's on the second floor, but it's above where the garage doors would be. All right. So like she above the garage, not the garage doors. But so wondering if maybe she heard something and it woke her up. I don't know. But she started crying around like 1231 in the morning. Sid got up, made sure to put her back to bed. Sid checked her phone, had a couple of alerts from our bank saying fraudulent charges. And now she's like, what the hell are these about? Like what? Since she started freaking out that maybe she dropped her debit card while she was out earlier in the day. And she's like, oh, man, let me go check on my debit card. So she went downstairs Absent-minded moment number three. Sid likes to keep her wallet in her car. Well, when the garage door is closed, who cares, right? Because she doesn't want to forget it when she goes to CrossFit or whatever. She's always worried about driving without her ID. Well, anyway, I don't think Sid will be leaving her uh, debit card or purse in her car anymore either. Not her purse, just the wallet head in the glove compartment. Just the most important part. Yeah, so she goes downstairs to go check her debit card to see if she forgot it. Opens up the garage door. Doors are open. Car is missing. Her car is still there, but she's got a bunch of fingerprints on her door. Then goes in there to be like, what the hell? Sees that the wallet's gone. Yep. Now I'm waking up to a crying wife. Babe, babe, babe. Garage doors are open. Your car is gone. I'm so sorry. I think I left the garage. I'm like, oh, well, I'm all discombobulated. I'm like, that. that is horrible. 1.30 in the morning. Right, so I'm just like, uh, first of all, calm down. It's okay. I've I've left the garage doors open. I'm like trying to be cool about it because I'm not mad at her. But then I'm like, uh, in my weird state of sleep, I was like, I'm gonna lay back down. Just we'll worry about it when I get up. Like we'll worry about it later. Okay. Like I'm just, and then she goes, well, what are you gonna do for work? You're gonna use my car? I'm like, I gotta work today. And she's like, yeah, today's it's Friday. I was like, God damn it! That made me more mad. Like I was like, I was convinced it was Saturday, and I was just, yeah. gonna, I don't know why. My dream state. I'm like, I'll worry about it later. This stolen vehicle. <laughs> Strange. Well, what time do you get up? Three? Uh, three thirty ish. Right. Yeah. So one thirty. You're you're in that good REM sleep. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. So REM well, sleep, not REM. I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, so I go downstairs. <laughs> And then I'm just like, wow. And I was like, how? Like, did they just like, how did they get into the car? Because I'm still convinced that the keys are in the house. And then I go into the house and I realize I left the keys in the car. So we left the garage door open. We gave them a wallet. So what I think is they came in, they saw the garage door open. And even a police officer came over. was like, they probably were just walking around neighborhoods looking to see if any packages were left while people were asleep. And I'm like, and also our neighbors have a crap ton of cars outside of their house. So maybe they thought... As they're walking, because we're not really like on a main street. You have to turn into our development. Right. I know. I haven't seen your house, but I know enough about that. That's what I was saying to, right. to people here. I was like, that that just got to be a crime of opportunity. It, I think they probably were like, let's check and see if any of these car doors are open or let's just walk around. Let's case this neighborhood to see if any boxes are out. That's what we have to figure. And then here's two garage doors open. Like, well, this is just too easy. 
Then they open up my wife's car. Oh, crap. We've got her wallet. Right? Yeah. I was like, oh. And then they probably went into my car, and they're like, oh, crap. We have keys. Now we can get to Safeway really fast. Well, I was going to say, where did they spend the fraudulent charges? Safeway, right down the street from our house, that, that one on Shaw Road that we- Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they went and bought a bunch of uh, gift cards, and thankfully the bank shut it down and declined most of them, but I think they ended up buying like a $300 gift card on one of them, and, and thankfully the banks reimbursed us, like no yeah. issues with that, and then off they went. Now we have the cop here, he's just like, of course, he's like, what's the license plate? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, what do you mean you don't know? Your license plate? I'm like, it was a loner. I just got it today. Like, what are the odds? And he's like, well, what color is it? Dark. I was like, I think it's dark blue. Might be dark gray. <laughs> Wasn't really thinking about it. Like, it's just, I've had a couple of loaners in the last few weeks because of uh, getting repairs on my car. I have no idea. He's like, well, that's not going to help much. I'm like, I know. He's like, well, we got to get a hold of the dealership. I'm like, I'll send them a message. I'll send them a text because they have like a text line. Yeah. And once they get up, I'm so scared. I'm like, they're going to kill me. They just gave me a loaner. and I, well, I mean, that is awkward. Yes. I mean, it's terrible enough it was your card. It's like a loaner card. It got stolen. Oh. And Ted, like, then in the head, like, then it just hits you. Like, and it's still kind of messing with my head. Like, they had the keys to our house. They could have yeah. just unlocked the door, came right in, and then just God knows what. You know what I mean? Thankfully, that's, what, yeah. that's not what they were wanting to do. That's the scary part, too, is it's like they're in your garage. I know. Which it's- is a... Not a good feeling. You know what's not a good feeling about it, too, is as the day's gone on, I keep finding things that they took. I'm not oh. finding it, but I keep real. Like, I had a nice new pair of Nike high tops that I got, and uh, I got them for Christmas. I had to return them. I haven't worn them a bunch yet because I haven't had time to break them in, but I was like, uh, you know what? Now's the time. And I looked over there, and I'm like, they're gone. They yep. just took a brand, and they took another tops that have been, they're like kind of worn in, but they took those. They took a dress pair of shoes. I had one of those Mariners promo bags that I kept all like my Defy notes, like ring announcing notes in everything from like, like the last several years and like a thermos and nothing special. But I, like the other day I was like, Oh, I need a new gym bag. I'll just grab that Mariners bag in the garage. And it was like three days after this crime. And I go and look for it. I'm like, they took that too. And then yesterday was, I probably bring like some low top shoes. Cause I'll be wearing shoes on our vacation. Should have comfortable shoes for Disneyland. I'll wear those Nikes I have in the garage. Oh, those are gone too. It's just been frustrating, man. So now I get a phone. I will say kudos to you for not being like, I know a lot of people that would have looked at their wife when, when she woke them up and been like, I can't believe you left the garage open. I think she even thought that was going to happen. But you didn't. No. Because no. you had already made it. Because then you would have felt like a horse's ass if you had to be like, well, I left the keys in there too. But to be honest, at the time, I didn't know that. So That's I what I'm saying. Good, I was a good man. Yeah. Kudos to you. <laughs> I don't know that I would have been that smart. Uh, dude, how do you get mad? No, you, you know I, mean, I mean, you're right. Like, Mistakes happen. It's, uh, I, and I've been guilty of doing the exact same thing with our garages. Fortunately, I caught it when, we, when I went to bed because I check. So I was more mad at myself. I'm like, I always check. Why didn't I check? Like, it was just such a weird night. And you don't have a ring cam or nothing? Oh, I do now. Um, <laughs> we had a ring cam on the front door, but the, it doesn't. It doesn't get the garage. So now we have one above the garage. All right. Yeah. It's like, I had to do that for peace of mind, even though I told my wife, I'm like, they didn't break into our house. Like they, 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 they walked into an open garage. Like I know we're both like my wife's a little on edge about it and understandably. Sure. I'm like, but just understand the garage door was open. We've since changed the, I've reset the garage door opener. So, cause they took the car and the car had a garage door opener in it. And my key, so I had to then get a new set of you keys. You had to change the locks. Change the locks that day. Shout out to Tra- uh, Zach from Miles. He was a listener, it turned out. Like he, All after, right. After, I wish you would have recognized me before I had to drop the money. He goes, 
oh man, this has been a dent in the wallet. But you got to do what you got to do. Then I sure. I reset the garage door opener. I mean, that's, that's part of the reason you have a savings account. Yes. It's for stuff like this. And a credit card. Yeah. And they didn't take mine because I didn't leave mine in my car, Sid. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, but then we had to go to DMV because, hey, good times. We're leaving Sunday for our vacation. And, well, somebody needs an ID to get on a plane. And neither one of us have passports. So we went to the DMV Jeez. to get a new ID, but they won't, they won't expedite that. Lady, no. lady snapped on me before I could even finish asking. She's like, we don't do that. I'm like, I know a lot of people ask, but you don't have to get mad at me. Like I had, yeah. you know, I'm, 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 this is the first time I've ever asked. I'll never ask it again. Now I know. Whatever. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that by Saturday, the ID shows up. But if it doesn't, I guess TSA, I went, I contacted them and they're like, bring everything birth certificate, marriage certificate, social security card, a, a, a letter that was sent to your wife, a bill that was sent to your wife with her name on it. Like, just bring I mean, you everything. can do it. Like, I know my mother lost her ID once out here on a yeah. trip, and, like, she still was able to get on the plane. Yeah. But it's tough. Yeah, that, I'm, we're going to have to get there super early. We already had to get there early on Sunday, so now we're going to have to get there extra Are you early. TSA free? No. Use that spot saver. Oh, I will. I always use Spot Saver. I, all right. So I just used it for the first ever. time yeah. a couple weeks ago. It is freaking awesome. Yeah. I actually have to today, I have to set it up because you have to wait a certain number of days. All right. And thankfully, Newark's got a Spot Saver program. It's called something else. And so does California. Because And also, we're traveling a lot in this vacation. Yeah. You're going to have to go through this like three times. So I'm hoping is her ID shows up while we're gone. And then her family member can next day mail it to my parents' house. Do they not even do temporary ones anymore? They do, but no picture on it. Oh. It's just a printed piece of paper. Okay. I have a picture of our ID that I had from when we were buying the house. We had to send like a picture of our ID. So I have that on my phone. So we have a lot of proof. And I'm hoping when you have a child, they're going to realize, well, they're not, these people are not up to any bad. They have a kid that they're, they're clearly going on a vacation. You know what I mean? I'm hoping that the, the TSA yeah, That's what thing, the cartels do. I know. And I, I do look like a member of the cartel. So it's going to be one of those things. You got a lot of tattoos. What are you, you know, one of them radio DJs? Yes, yes. I'm the idiot that left the garage door and the keys in the car. I will say this, uh-huh. and I'm not trying to pile on. No, go ahead. But I recently saw uh, somebody I'll follow on Twitter. I don't know if it was a Barstool guy or one of McAfee's buddies. Either way, he he didn't drive, so he didn't bother getting a driver's license. Yeah. But then he lost his passport. Ooh. And he's like, you have no idea the circle of hell I'm in. And everybody in the comments was just like, even if you don't plan to travel out of the country, get like a passport. Get a passport. Yeah. Just, and it takes, it, it's a pain in the butt to get, but at least you have it. Like, if I lose my ID, I could go home right now in my safe and be like, all right, I got my passport. I know. And a part of us was thinking, oh, we could just go expedite a passport because we could probably get one in time. Uh, but it's extra money. and It's a lot of money. Right now, I'm with everything that happened, because, I mean, there was damage to the car. You know, it, it's... Did they find the car? Yes. Here's the best part. So I text them. So sorry this happened to you. I'm like, what, what in the world? Like, they're so nice. Yeah. Pure Mazda people are like, they felt bad for me. All right. Like, we are so sorry that happened. I hope you and your wife are okay. I'm like, we're good. I'm sorry. I'm like, no worries. We have LoJack on them. Oh, nice. Awesome. They're like, we already identified where the car is. I'm like, And so LoJack calls me and they're like, we found the car. It's at a parking lot at a Jack in the Box in Sumner. Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know why. It's just like, so I got to, you know what a crime of opportunity. Let's go to Safeway, buy gift cards, and then go spend money at Jack in the Box. Oh, they did more, Ted. Because Lojack can show you where they went. 
All right. So I was talking to the dealership. I'm like, so he's like, yeah, it was crazy to watch the, the, the adventure these people who, or person went on, stole the car, went to Safeway, then went to some like abandoned parking lot and clearly were like driving around fast in it. Just like ripping donuts? I don't know. Jesus Christ. Stopped at a known drug house to go get some drugs, I guess. And then went to the Jack in the Box. I mean, this literally sounds like one of Jesse Pinkman's buddies stole your was like walking down the street and was like, oh, hey. It answers a lot of questions. Clearly a hungry tweaker. That is wild. I like that they were, I don't, not that I like it, but it's like, (laughs) just took it to a bar. Like burnouts? I mean, I never really thought, sweet, we're in a CX-5. Let's see how fast this can go. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I guess if you're a tweaker and only drive like beaters, you're probably like, this is the fastest car I've ever been in. It is a nice car. It's a 2023. All right. It's got a little pickup. I mean, luckily, all they had to repair was getting a new key fob. I think they tried to rip, rip one wire out. Uh, maybe they're trying to figure out what the low jack was. I mean, maybe they were on, like, they've done this before, but they were like, it's a minor repairs. You're good. Everything's cool. Do we suspect anybody in the neighborhood? Here's the crazy part is that there was a party going on in our neighborhood that night because our <laughs> friends that are our neighbors are like, yeah, the neighbors are having a party and on a Thursday. I thought that was odd too. Was it a graduation party? I have no idea. We weren't invited. That uh, seems so- odd. I was like, graduation party, I could fathom, but like, people don't generally throw. I mean, neighborhood. Maybe I it was don't, like a get together, and they thought right. it was a party. But I'm and so sitting, I'm like, do you think someone maybe walked by our house and was like, free car? I'm like, I really doubt that. Like, I don't get that vibe. And then when you hear about them stopping at a drug house and all that, I'm like, I just think it was a tweaker in our neighborhood, and just so happened that we handed them a life, uh, uh, an incredible opportunity to walk away with a new car, a wallet, and some Nikes. All right. I, <laughs> oh, and they took my glasses out of the glove compartment. They took every. They gutted out. Just got those. I know, dude. I can't afford to get new ones, so I'm just like, all right, back to being blurry. Um, yeah, sure. Crash your car. Who cares? <laughs> I know, dude. It's so frustrating. They took the glasses. They took my garage opener. They took the parking pass to get into the building here. They took my gym bag, my wrestling bag. Um, the only thing they didn't take was the the the, the cord to plug into the phone. The you know the, the the charger into the car, the phone charger. Well, they probably have a droid. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right because it's an iPhone. And they didn't take breath mints and uh, uh, unopened breath mints and an unopened gum that I just bought at the store. Of all things, did they buy anything else at Safeway? No, they just tried to buy gift cards. Oh, uh, they, they left the child. That's I credit to them for that. Yeah, they, that also probably they're just like, what the hell are we gonna do with this thing? It's kind of I don't know what you do. No offense with somebody else's gym clothes or right? wrestling gear. Like I'm sure you wash your gear, but like that's a sweaty sport you're involved. Well, in. Well, luckily it was really just like the wrestling shoes and some knee pads and the gym is a, a pair of Nikes in there. They got a lot of my Nikes. Like I'd steal your shoes. I just feel like if I opened a Thanks. bag and it's like gym gear, I'd be like, I don't need this gym gear. Oh, dude, it was a. I would have bought steaks and seafood. Uh, Right? Safeway. <laughs> Show up in the middle. I guess that wouldn't raise a red flag. Guy shows up at midnight to buy steaks and crab. Probably bites. less of a red flag than buying a bunch of gift cards. Yeah. Surprised they didn't buy Tide Pods. <laughs> well, they already knew they, had a, they were going to their friend's house. They probably bought that. That's a big one that's easy to resell to other stores. Uh-huh. Because one time somebody stole my uh, wallet out of a locker at the gym. Are you serious? And Yeah, I mean... Right, so I was in the gym for maybe an hour, and before I could call and cancel it, they had already gone and bought gas and wow. and tie pods. Unreal, dude. 
Oh, they also took uh, Sid's birthday money that she got from her mom and grandma. It was like 200 bucks cash. Well, I mean, right. That's I'm, a, I'm, that's gone. I'm shocked they took that. They should have left that. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> they bothered me. I'm like, what are you going to do with my glasses? They weren't sunglasses. They're yeah, just glasses. Yeah, that's why it seems like they were just taking everything. everything. But yet we're at least smart enough to be like, all right, we'll leave the car seat. But also they took everything but the gum and the breath mints. Like, take everything while yeah, you're Yeah, I'm at with it. you. If you're taking somebody's glasses, like... You took the parking, you took my garage door opener, which I, I, I mean, I don't know if they're like thinking, they, oh, they're going to come back. I don't think so. But also now that that garage door opener doesn't work anymore. And the Man. parking pass for my work made no sense. That doesn't. Like, I was kind of glad that I didn't have my car. Like, if I left my keys in my, and they took my car, man, they'd have a field day of stuff because I keep a bunch of stuff in there. They didn't mess with your hockey gear? No. Or the drums. Although they did grab the bag that has my bass drum pedal. Yeah. And then they must have realized what was in it because it was just dropped right in the middle of the garage. Or they, or that was maybe the moment that Tatum started crying. God, like, that's so weird. It's just a weird vibe because I still don't think I've spotted everything that they took. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. If the, it might be like several months from now when I'm like trying to grab something and I'm like, where did I leave that? And then realize those mother effers stole that too. Man, that sucks. It was a crappy Friday. Yeah. I need that's to be- a crappy. That's an overall crap because I would imagine that's all day Friday. Yep. And then what? Saturday changing locks. Or oh, you had Friday, I did Friday. everything on Friday. No that, kidding. I was like, I don't know if they're coming back. Yeah, that's a good they, point. They can get in my garage and they can get in the house. I need to fix this as soon as soon as we get the driver's license thing taken care of because that, that was of the essence. Right. So now we have that stress. I mean, yes, we should be able to fly without it, but it would be really nice just to, if for some stroke of luck that shows up in time. Wow. DMV is not really known for being the fastest place in the world. And then even the lady said it takes a couple of days to process. Don't forget there's Juneteenth. So we have that day. So Monday was a wash. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be one of those uh, travel experiences. So my hope is it shows up early enough in the trip that it could get overnighted to us, to my parents' house. That, I think, is a reasonable expectation. Yeah, because we're there until like the following Friday. Right. And that's simple to go UPS store and just spend, the, like, like just send me the bill. Just set, overnight oh, it. Easy. I'll, I'll give them whatever. I don't care if it's 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Like, just get me that next day. I need that on a plane that day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a day. What a weekend. And it's, uh, it, 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 dude, I'm, I'm beat. Like, honestly, like, I'm just done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. It was it was weird. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Starring the text mate. I say, uh, short story, only took 26 minutes. Yeah, I feel like this TED Talk's not going to line up after that story. <laughs> TED Talk was like, try something new, do awesome stuff, have some fun. (laughs) You know what? Man, that is good advice for you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe try a different restaurant with your parents. (laughs) You know what? I think so. Yeah, you deserve a vacation now. Dude, our vacation to my parents is going to be very uh, interesting because apparently mom got her hip surgery. All right. So she's not walking. And she's not doing any of the physical therapy that she's supposed to be doing. My My dad, who typically... When he vent or, or yells and screams into the phone, I get very on edge and almost want to, and sometimes argue with him. Right. I think it even threw him off. I'm like, you're absolutely right. Even my wife is like, you're you're siding with your dad and not your mom. I'm like, he's not wrong. Like he's like, I'm sick of it. Like she's being a baby. Like she doesn't want to do anything. But uh, all they're asking is a couple times a day is to get up and walk around the house. Right. And if you right, because my mom just uh, 
messed up her shoulder in the fall. Yeah. And I mean, I same conversation. I went blue. In the, I'm like, listen, if you don't do this stuff now, I know it hurts. But if you don't do it now, that shoulder, right? Like, let's just be honest. You're, she's turning 78 Sunday. Yeah. So she was 77 when this happened. I said, if you don't do that physical therapy now, that shoulder is going to hurt you to the day you die. Yes. Do you want to deal with that? Like, we're talking about what? A month or two. Just you have to do the do bare it. minimum. At Correct. least, I mean, even like she's not drinking water, she's not eating, you know, she just wants to, like, my dad's like, she's just basically like in a coma, like she's not doing anything, and then he starts yelling and screaming, I'm like, hey, happy, and this is on Father's Day, I'm having this conversation, I'm like, well, happy Father's Day, Dad, and like, what am I, you gotta do the physical therapy, and that's why I finally got on the phone with my mom, and, and I was like, I'm like, I, and apparently, like, he said, like, when she does walk, it's obvious she's walking better now, like, yeah. it's, it's already working, it's just that she needs to keep walking, I was like, Mom, what are you doing? She's like, uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to get to it. I'm like, dude, we're coming in less than a week, and I have a three-year-old that's going to be running around. I'm not expecting you to run around, but you can't expect to just sit on the couch and enjoy being around Tatum. Like, you should at least be putting in this work for your grandchild. And she's like, no, you're right. Like, I'm like, like, just drink some water, eat a little food, or have a protein shake, whatever dad can make you, and walk. Just get up, everyone. And he's like, the only time she walks is when she wants to go drink, smoke a cigarette. I was like, of course, of course, she's not good. that. That that won't stop her. But I was like, you gotta walk. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna me. be an adventure. This. I'm really glad now that we got a a, a hotel and a rental car. Correct. I better keep the keys out of the garage. Right, because I mean, no offense, but like I, I mean, like I said, when I went back from my dad's funeral that Saturday morning before we go tailgating, like I get it. My mom just you know her arms in a sling or whatever. She's staying at my sister's. So my brother said, hey, let's, we should drive up to Baltimore. So we drive from Northern Virginia, like College Park's right outside of D.C. We drive up to Baltimore. Let's go see mom. And we got my niece and nephew with me. And we get there, and she's just upstairs in this bedroom. Now, this is coming off my brother, who's just spent two weeks with my father, bedridden, in hospice. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. we get up there, and, you know, she's got, like, her soda or something. And I finally go, and, and Maddie and CJ are just kind of sitting on the bed. I go, all right. Well, are your legs broken or your shoulder? Well, just my shoulder. I said, okay, well, why don't we get up and go downstairs? I don't think anybody wants to sit around while you just act like you're bedridden. Yeah. We, I was like, uh, people just went through that. Ted sounds like a coach in everything. Oh, my, are my niece. working? Right. My niece is like, I can't believe you said that, but I was just pissed. It's total, I, that's total coach Ted speak right there. Right. And I just go. Your legs still work. Right. I go, nobody wants to sit around a bed. We've mm -hmm. just been through this. Oh, really? Who? I was like, uh, your ex-husband, fa my father, their grandfather just died. Like, we just did this. Get up. We're going to go downstairs. Like, we came up here to visit. Like, right. I'm not sitting in a bedroom. You yeah. hurt your shoulder. Right. So, it's, uh, sorry, now I'm getting frustrated about your mom. But, like, same thing. We're not sitting up in a goddamn bedroom. No. Your legs will work. You had the surgery if you do the physical therapy. So, like, let's go. Right. You had a full week. And from what I hear, like, this is an easy, not easy, but it's an easier recovery than it used to be just the way that things are nowadays and some people are like oh yeah i was walking great right after the surgery granted she's almost 80 i understand that right but my dad already said she's walking better than she was before the surgery she's just tired and lazy and i was like that's not like my mom usually so i was like well she needs to snap out of it i get it it was a probably it probably just she's probably just exhausted from the surgery and all that stuff but like we got a kid coming and you you said that this was a good time to come i wouldn't have done this if i you if you said no so, but now that the flight's booked, all this crap, gotta, gotta make it happen. 
Yeah. And like, I just did that East Coast trip. That's not a fun trip. No. You're, it's a long flight. I mean, that flight back from Baltimore was, was all of six hours. That's why I'm glad like we're doing a flight back to California. Not that that makes it any shorter. But then we're going to Disneyland. It's kind of like right. a reward for a week with my family because it's going to be a beating. And like, the best part was my dad's like, well, I need all the details to come pick you up. I'm like, oh, we got a rental car. You did? Like, I almost told him like he won the lottery. Like he was just so relieved. Yeah. I was like, dude, yeah, you don't need to come. I know like you guys like to be at the airport to welcome us. Like that's a thing. But like mom's barely walking. You're not getting any younger. We'll just get a rental car and we'll get to you guys when we get to you guys. He's like, you know how to get to, to our house? I'm like, I have GPS. I'll figure it right. out. Right. Yeah, it's 2023, and, Dad. And frankly, I'm with you. Because I have had over the years, like, I got to the point with my mom, if I was going to go visit her, I'd be like, I'll just, I don't care if it's $60. I will get a van at the airport and show up at your house. Yeah. Because her showing me to, to pick me up after a red eye, I'm not in a good mood. No. And then, do you want this? Do you want that? Should we go here? She goes like, no, just drive home. I just want to lay down. I just spent hours on a plane. And that's what we feel like. We're getting in at like three, four in the afternoon. Like, I don't even think we're going to go visit. We might go swing by that night. But depending on how the trip goes, we might just be like, we'll see you first thing in the morning. Yeah. And you're talking four in the afternoon in Newark. Like that airport is right there. Like that's going to be, it's going to be a pain. No, we won't be to our hotel probably until like five, six o'clock. Yeah. So- I don't know. Maybe we'll swing by with some food. But other than that, like I'm just like, it's going to be nice to get away because it sounds like it's already going to be stressful. <laughs> Family. Family. Gotta love it, Steve. Family and criminals. It is good you're going. Yes. 100%. Fanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. Is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. It does make for a great story to say. Oh yeah, we left both garage doors open and I left the keys in the car. It that is fair. Yeah. Uh so good news from our sponsors. Oh, okay. I'm trying to find their post here. Smith Family Beer Garden is open. Woo! Yep. I was gonna say, you yeah, know we'll take I take that rental car and we'll drive there. <laughs> not gonna happen. Well, I was gonna say you're still, uh, you're still, uh, you're still hours away. <laughs> New York out to Cape Cod, right? Because New York to DC's what three and a half, four. I think so and that, yeah, so you're still a four hour with trip. Traffic never gonna happen. Oh, I can't find their post, but either way, the Smith Family Beer Garden is open. Steve, they have a truck that just makes pretzels. God damn. One of them is stuffed pretzels. I know you don't eat all that stuff anymore, but like, I think they have like a steak and cheese stuffed pretzel, like a buffalo chicken stuffed pretzel. Wow. Obviously, they have beers. They the probably sp- just have a pretzel pretzel. Right. They have popcorn. Then they have like a lobster roll. Like, I mean, it, it, they did it up great, man. It looks awesome. Are they like going to turn into like, they almost like, it's like they're turning into a thing out. They just have completely outgrown just being popcorn. Well, they have three brick, brick and mortar popcorns. Yeah. So it's, it's a whole thing. That's awesome. That yeah. sounds like fun. It is. It yeah. is. Uh, I'm hoping to get some New York style pretzels while we're out there for Tatum's sake cause, and dad too. Uh, but we're both obsessed with pretzels. All right. So what makes a New York style? Cause I know there's like the Philadelphia Jersey style, which is like the two thinner ones together. No, I'm talking about like those big fat ones that are like sold on, 
on those stands, like they almost have like a smoky flavor because they're like in that like tin. Oh, all right, all like, right. Little push thing that has also the hot dogs that are cooking in nasty hot dog water. Yeah, but they taste amazing. See, I will say the Seattle dog is triumphant over. Like DC was the same way. You get a hot dog just on a cart; they're just boiling in there. Yeah, it's just nasty. All right, this won't shock you. Mariners are thirty-five and thirty-six. Unbelievable, man. They're just not good. No, but they're almost. Again, even yesterday, with 3-1 against the Yankees, you get a great pitching and performance. I mean, mine's that little spurt where they give up the three runs, but a really solid pitching performance from Kirby, and the, the bats are not alive. Yeah. I mean, the most memorable thing about that game yesterday is the number one pick for the NBA draft was in attendance. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Wemby's going to be good. <laughs> oh, uh, going back to last week, won the bet, Teoscar Hernandez, by the time we are cut Oh, off, did you? The cutoff was uh, over the weekend on Sunday for that game. And he finished off at 254. Right. He had to be not just the Mendoza line. He had to be over 250. He had to be over 250. And now he's currently at 250 because he did jack ass at the game against the Yankees. Uh, Sounders, eh, they're third in the West. They're kind of treading water, too. Yeah. Not the most exciting thing. Uh, I guess the big two things I would talk. I mean, look, I'd mention F1, but shocking. Max won. It was nice. It was the Canadian Grand Prix. So it was yep. nice to just watch it at 11 a.m. instead of getting up early. College World Series is going on right now. I you bought me a College World Series video game. I did. You know I'm one of the only psychos that watches that. I thing. remember that. Yes. Are you familiar with the Jello Shot Challenge? I kind of am. Yes. I was just. Right. I, was, I was reading and listening to some audio this morning where they're like, I have all these different colors to represent the team colors. So right. So they have a board. Okay. They're five dollars a shot, and you try. And I get. I think a lot of the money goes to charity. Is try it to LSU. See. So last year, Old Miss set a record, okay. but they were there the entire two weeks and had to win three games. So they were there the longest you could be. Okay, LSU fans, they're playing Wake today, so it hasn't even they haven't even made it to the this weekend coming up. They've already shattered the record. Really? Now one of the guys that started raising canes, the chicken joint, he I saw he was buying like six thousand at a shot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but it's pretty cool. I think it's exciting, super fun, and I love Jello shots. I do too. If someone offers me a Jello shot, I, I don't. I like homemade Jello shots. I'm not a fan of the ones that are already pre-made. Ah, I like them all. I mean, I still do it, but yeah. they have a different taste. And I don't know why, but it's like I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't smoke weed. I'm like, I'll try an edible. I know a lot of people that are like, I'm not doing shots. You're like, oh, Jello shot, sure. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is. And like one good thing to come out of the pandemic is a lot of bars I go to now just they started selling jello shots because it was a single container. Yeah. And you could get them to go. Now it's the bars I go to. That's just their thing. They just have jello shots all the time. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it works. People love jello shots. They do. And then the last thing, how about those Coachella Firebirds? Oh, dude, tonight. Game seven. Game seven. I know. I got nervous. They lost three in a row. We're down 3-2 and then won the last game. And now tonight it's all about Coachella. In Coachella. Correct. Is Matt going? He's been going to all of them. Yeah. He sees, uh, we have a new Matt episode from, of the, uh, the podcast. Yeah, MCTP. Uh, yeah, he ended up scoring tickets because he was on some fan group and was like, basically he didn't buy tickets for game six, I guess, but he was like, I'd like anybody have any help? And he said some, some woman just hit him up and was like, you seem like a real fan. How many you need? He's like, two. She's like, I got you. And For he game was, seven? To game six. Okay. He had already bought game seven tickets, but oh. by the time he went, by the time they knew it was going to be a game six, it had sold out. Oh, man, that's crazy. So he's going tonight. He is. That's going to be fun. And then the other thing, people, I didn't know this, I think right? Bowie's going to be there. Bowie's been down there for like a week. I love that. I, lo- I know. And Fuego's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So this, Palm Springs, this is like the dead time. 
because it's so hot. So it's just locals. So like everybody going to those games, they're fans. They're fans. Yeah, and there's not, you know what I mean. Like everybody knows Coachella, but like there's a bunch. There's like four little towns there, mm-hmm. right? Like Palm Desert, Palm, like blah blah blah. But he's like, he's like this. He's like this is awesome. It's really brought this like this little community together. I bet. And there's ranges of people that live there. Yeah, there's some resorts that like. Bill Gates is a member of and stuff, but he's like, they're all at the game because it's just locals that live here. Something to do. Yeah, because most people just leave Palm Springs in the summer like it's too hot. Their busy time is January, February. That's awesome. Yeah. I I love here. And this is their first year, which is just bonkers. The minor league team for the Kraken, if you didn't know. It's just nuts. And be t- and I didn't realize the Firebirds are like the highest level, like AAA. They're going yeah. up and down. That's straight the to AHL. The club. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, there are players like Chris Drieger is the backup right now because he he went there for reconditioning or for conditioning after his knee injury. Uh, who's the backup typically for the Kraken? And then Joey Decord comes up from time to time. Ty Cartier, the kid that did really well for the Kraken in the playoffs, he's playing yeah. with Coachella again. Yeah, there's a lot of really good players like that. Yeah. And I mean, look, if you're a Kraken fan, you got to be happy with this organization. Dude, the future's bright. You got a really good young team. Yeah. In the AHL, that these are, there, there's probably a handful of future top tier players for the Kraken down there. Yeah. I just, it's awesome. Good for them. And then, I, you know, Matt's just been so fired up about it. Like, we got fired up. And I think, I believe the game's on Root Sports tonight. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, Wenatchee. They just got a uh, WHL team. Did they? Yeah, the uh, Winnipeg Ice got bought by somebody from Wenatchee. And Wenatchee's kind of the same thing. They've had like a junior hockey team, but not on the level of like the T-Birds or, or the, 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 the Silver Tips. They were like a lower level junior hockey team. Like the team. Chiefs? Yeah, kind of. Like, well, Spokane's Chiefs are also WHL. Okay, all right. But it's just like, it's kind of like if you can't make the WHL, it's like one of those kind of leagues. All right. There's a lot of good young players, but they're just not on that level of being in the WHL. But they... They, they would sell out their games because there was nothing else to do in Wenatchee. Yeah. So that arena that they built, which was really nice from what I hear, it's like a nice rink, was packed. Like several thousand people going to see like this random junior hockey team. So now you're going to have the WHL there. It's going to do great. Yeah. I mean, look, when I first moved to Seattle, I remember Ben and his buddy, they were big T-Birds. Troy. Guy. Troy. Exactly. Yeah, and I we... still talk to Troy. Do you really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I love Troy. But we would go to see games at the Key Arena when it was T-Birds, but it like it was such a big place. It like my point is it's just when they moved to Kent Changed everything. and got their own nice and, and show air is beautiful. Yeah. Like I'm like, that's what that's what you need for minor a league. A four thousand to six thousand capacity as opposed to a fifteen thousand arena. Where when you have five thousand people in there, I used to go to those games in, in at the at the key arena, it looked empty. Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying that. I went to those, some of those games with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the uh parade? The the victory uh, Vegas Golden Knights parade. You know what? Honestly, I did not pay attention to theirs. You didn't hear any of the players. No, because I oh. I was all over the Denver parade. Do you have a couple minutes? Yeah. Okay. So uh, William Carlson, they call him Wild Bill, and you'll hear why when you hear his victory speech. All right. He is one of the uh, originals, I think, for the for the Vegas Golden Knights, and he is bombed, wasted. He's shirtless. All right. He's wet from beer being poured all over him. He's hammered, and they gave him a live microphone on live television. So, of course, it's going to go really well. Yeah, it's so, going to go bad quickly. And, and props to him. He did try not to curse. He said effing at first, and then it just goes off the rails as he's talking about, like, Marshall, uh, Jonathan Marshall, I think, is, like, the MVP. Other, like, original Golden Knight players and showing love for the fans. And here's, here's how it starts. You can just hear how wasted Wild Bill is. Okay, this guy, this 
effing guy. See right there? He's like, he's, right. he's doing good. He's trying. I mean, that's a classic drunk guy thing when this you start guy. with this guy. <laughs> this effing guy. Yeah. He was here. They won. Yeah. You have been here. They won. All right. Did you hear the coach from Denver? No. From the Denver Nuggets? No. The best, the best way to sum this up is somebody on Twitter said, how did, I forget his name, it's Mike something, but they were like, how did he, are you familiar with the rapper Paul Wall? Yeah. So they were like, how did he go from NBA coach to Paul Wall in one day? The coach is absolutely, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say blacked out drunk. Yeah. He is hammered. Awesome. And now they're on the stage. First, like one of the players hands them, and it's not a miniature fireball. It's not like a full pint, but you know, like that like middle, like yeah. half pint. It's like medium size. So there's a couple swills in there. He just takes it, guns it. Yes. And then he's like giving a speech and, fi- and he's like, I don't know if it's his chain. He's got on a sick Cuban link, <laughs> diamond encrusted. I don't know if somebody put it on him. His hat is flat brim, tilted, just left. Oh, so it man. looks cool. And he's like, hey, we're going to run this ass back. Do you hear me? We're going to run this ass back. I love that. It was awesome. <laughs> Here's more from a well-built head. You guys are so amazing. We played Arizona in the first game, and we beat the out of them. He's <laughs> talking about the first game ever, and they beat the S out of them. I barely got Arizona out of them. And now he's talking about how he wasn't all that good of a player at first, all right. but then but he turned out to be awesome. And I had no, no points, but that's okay, because at year one, I was pretty great. And at that moment, he's like gyrating his <laughs> And he's shirtless. He's shirtless. And he's hammered. And now there's a woman who I don't know if she works for the Vegas Golden Knights. The or, city. Or the city <laughs> or the TV network. She's trying to get the mic away, microphone away from him, but he keeps going. But you guys were greater. And we've been... They cut his mic right there. On this journey. But then uh, someone turns his mic back on and he keeps going. Pass it to Marshy. Marshy, you got something to say? Yeah, even his teammates are like, okay, well, Bill, you, you've gone a little too long. I love this speech. It's phenomenal. No, 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 no. Listen to me. <laughs> no, no. We've been waiting for six long years for this guy to be in. And at that moment, the woman just rips the microphone from him. (laughs) And you can hear in the background going, let's go, let's go. Like, she's distressing. Yeah, I mean... Maybe I was young. I feel like these parades have gone into just reckless abandon. Yeah, they never used to be that way. Right. Like, like people, you like, I feel like maybe they were having some drinks or whatever. Now people, it's just like a thing. I feel like, honestly, I feel like it's the Gronk effect. Yes. Where it's just like, everybody's ripping beers. Everybody's a frat, is like a bro now. Yeah. Ripping beers. Wild drink, Drinking fireball, which hockey doesn't shock me. But the basketball players, I'm just like, huh. All right. Yeah, everyone goes balls out. It used to be, I feel like, you do the parade, you wave, you high five, you take pictures, and then probably 
everyone heads to like some kind of local establishment to get wasted together. Correct. Now, now they show up to the parade wasted. Yeah, I love it. I think it's phenomenal. I mean, I, the only thing that pains me in life is we'll never do it. Yeah. It's not like if we get great ratings, they're going to be like, hey, shut down the city. Parade. We need to make friends with an athlete so we can party with them. All right, I got to go. But speaking of our friends that are athletes, Luke's been doing podcasts. Bro, did you watch it? So I have, I have a bunch of clips. Obviously, we don't have time. Right. I have only heard the oh. clip him talking about bringing in Jimmy Graham. But Dude. I, I, I got to watch it because I want to hear what he's talking about the Super Bowl. It's legitimately the best podcast ever about the Seahawks and what went down back in 2013, 2014, Super Bowl 48, Super Bowl 49. It's it's truly the greatest listen. It's an hour and a half long. All right. And I'm telling you, Ted, you go you you experience every emotion with the with them from being really bummed out. Like they even have to like, oh, we should talk about something fun. Cause like they talk, they go into into the Super Bowl loss deep. And it's really fascinating. Like if they ever do a 30 for 30 on ESPN documentary about the rise and fall of the they have Seahawks, to. they have to. It would be amazing. This interview alone. Could be most of the content. Like, there was a point where Luke is sharing a story about a trick play that uh, Bevel came up with in case they were in a situation pretty much like where, where they were at, at the one-yard line. And he assumed that they were going to do it, whereas, like, Marshawn's a fullback. Max Unger's going to push his way through. It's going to be an easy touch. They were going to do that, and they ended up not doing that, and they went with a throwing play. And as he's telling that story, KJ Wright's like, wait a second. That, that, was, a, that was an idea? And like you could hear, like he's like, I'm shaking, I'm so I'm mad again, I'm starting to tear up. Like it's powerful. And then there's like super fun laughs. Obviously, it's Luke Wilson. And then it's like pretty emotional hearing about like why he did retire, why he showed up for one day, and then called it quits. I won't spoil it for you, but all right, it's a great, it's a phenomenal listen. Like it, because right, like Sherm's talked about it a little bit. Yeah, like Marshawn's hint, but like nobody's really gone into detail about like. What, what, what's going on? Like, what was going on as you're as you're on that field? Because none of us know. Yep. I, mean, I don't care. You could be the biggest football expert in the world, yep. ESPN, Fox, whatever. Nobody still knows what happened on that field. No, I mean, Luke was on the field when it all yeah. happened. He said he's like, and also he felt like he was the last to know because he wasn't even near the play because he was at the other end. But like, he was just like, and then to hear his perspective, and then you get KJ opening up more because they're you know they're homies, and you could just tell like there's like. All of a sudden, they felt comfortable talking about the. Like even Luke said, "I've never talked about these things." Like even like I never talked about why I. He explained why, and you're like, "Damn!" Like it's pretty. Tell you what, he looks trim. Yes, and then KJ is just physically bigger. (laughs) He was a lot. Yeah, but I just looking at the video, it's just like, just like you could tell he's bike, and I know he bicycles all the time. Yeah, for real, cycling. He's leaned out big time. Right, he's leaned out, but KJ still just looks like he. KJ looks like he go put on pads tomorrow and play. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and then G Scott does a great job asking questions in the middle of all of it. Obviously, like he let those guys kind of like let them do their thing, and then every once in a while he'd come in with a great question. It's All, right. A, it's a, All right, I got to check it out. If you're a Seahawks fan, and look, you're going to get mad, happy, sad throughout this entire interview, but it's it's 1,000% worth the listen because Luke Wilson breaks it down in such an interesting way, and he's so, you know, we know Luke. He's, yeah. a, he's a great storyteller. Now he he's telling us stuff that like we all want to know, but we've never known, and he's sharing it very freely. It's great. Yeah, I mean, I should because I'm already frustrated as it is. For some reason, NFL Network had on like the replay of the t- 2006 Super Bowl. Oh, the, the, the Steelers, Steelers one. I just forgot how many weird things happened in that fourth quarter. Like, how in the f-, f 
Does Matt Hasselbeck get a personal foul for tackling somebody too low? When Sean Alexander got hogged or right, ripped down from his back the yeah. play before. See, I, yeah. So I should listen to this and just ha- go through the emotions. Oh, it's it's great. But it's it's fun to hear like the stories though, because it's like throughout all of it, they're having fun. But yeah. there are moments where it's like, oh, this got really heavy. Yeah, it's great, man. I I I, I listened to that thing and I I didn't want to stop listening. Like when they ended an interview, I'm like, no, don't end. I want more. Like that is such a, an incredible period of time as a sports fan here in Seattle to hear the highs and the lows was just a a must listen. I still contend it's they, on YouTube. If you don't like it, the video, they do a video version on YouTube, right. and then you can also listen where you listen to podcasts. I still contend they score that touchdown. Like that, that, that things don't change here. Oh, he talks. I, I wish we had. I know. I gotta I know. go. But did he? He. They both of them break it down how that destroyed the team, and like he even said dynasty at one point. He's like, all right, maybe that's. He's like, it definitely stopped. It ruined everything after that. Like his players started pointing fingers at each other. Not to mention, people lost trust. Not only is it a Seahawks thing, I've heard this argument too. <laughs> said I'm not going to get into it, but Tom Brady's Tom Brady. And what the Pats do might be completely, complete. They'll still have, what, a couple Super Bowls already. But if they lose that one, mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah, dude. It was, it's, it's insane to think about how, like, the butterfly effect. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. And, yeah, you, you definitely get into a lot of, like, uh, gosh, man, if you just gave that to Marshawn, who knows? And then when he tells you about this trick play, because he's like, oh, there was a trick play that we worked on for the Green Bay game that we never have done before, and we did it during that game, and all Luke thought was, and all the teammates thought was, Bevel's a genius. He had this ready. He taught, like he trained us for this moment, hoping one day we would need it, and we did. And then he trained them for another moment, hoping they could use it, and here they are at the end of the game, and they can, and they didn't. And you're like, what the F? Ah. Uh. All right. Are we all next week or are you on vacation? No. All right. No, I don't, don't leave angry, Steve. I'm mad, Ted. I, I got a car stolen from me. An idea is gone. And my heart is still broken from the Seahawks from 2014. Hey, you know who loves you? Gino. Gino. <laughs> Let's go, Gino. I almost thought you were going to say Jesus. I was like, whoa, Ted. I hope he does, but I wasn't expecting that coming from you. No, I was like, Gino's got your back. Gino loves me. Yes, he does. With the Seahawks, he throws balls. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to do a song parody of a Jesus loves me song. Oh, I was like, I don't know where you're going on this one. Yeah, Gino loves me. Children religious songs are very popular with Tatum. Good. I'm happy for her. <laughs> All right. I got to go. All right. Fine. Enjoy your vacation. Take care. All right. See you, dude. Bye. Go Hawks.